Good evening, everyone. This is your host, Amelia Pitbull Chapman, with another episode of Wrestling with the Future. You heard me correctly. Wrestling with the Future is back. Along with me tonight, <laughs> along with me tonight is Michael Armageddon Murphy and Angelo Mad Dog Decipio. That's How are me. you guys tonight? <laughs> I'm doing well. Mike and I are coming off a really nice high from last night. We got the interview with a, a a real genuine mafia insider, a guy who literally knows where the bodies are buried. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fantastic show. I watched that show. It was wonderful. What'd you think of that show, Amelia? I loved it. It was great to hear the insight of a guy that was in the inside, as you may say, with the mafia people, is it or mafia guys, the I'm going to be monitoring the chat room tonight, and I, I'm going to tell you, we have a brand new person in our chat, Daryl Willie. Daryl, welcome to the show. I welcome. appreciate you being here. And Thank I, you. I think Daryl is listening on YouTube. Oh, hello. Welcome. Welcome. Joining us tonight. Um, bring your friends. This is a family environment tonight. Well, Absolutely. Mostly family. Well, we're talking about family. Um, well, I'm going to say. Is back too. Kenneth hello. Jared Singleton is back. That's Is that the gentleman that's, that's in love with Amelia? It might be. <laughs> no. I'm going to say that I am a little upset that we couldn't use Ring the Bell, but I'm going to say it anyway. But I am so happy that Wrestling yeah. with the Future is back. But I am going to say that, well, we did have Ring the Bell at one time, but. Wrestling with the Future will continue as always, and uh, we are... Uh, yeah. Well, here's the bottom line, Amelia. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll cut to the chase for you, because okay. you sometimes you're very long-winded, and you like well, to Well, I'm about to tell you that we are going to be talking about Chris Benoit. <laughs> That's what I was getting to. <laughs> it takes you three hours to say what I can oh, say in quiet. 10 seconds. <laughs> what Amelia's trying to get at is, uh, yeah, yeah. tonight <laughs> we're going to put a button on the uh, Chris Benoit, it, for now, anyway, let's put yeah, it this way. For now, 18 years it, later, for, for now. For now, closing the case on Chris Benoit, for now. Unless. Um, we say, <laughs> we, we say <laughs> for now, because every time you turn around, Armageddon, there's new information popping up about the Benoit case. So, what do we really know, Mike, so far in 18 years? What do we know? Uh, well, in 18 years, we know a lot more, uh, than we did. Uh, I still don't believe Chris Benoit did it. Uh, I believe that we took the sheriff's, uh, version of what happened and blew it out of the water. Um, absolutely. And, uh, we were listening to some, uh, phone call tapes and, uh, I found 
I think I might have picked up something new on that. We are going to hear those tapes tonight in full. You're going to hear everything that we have so far. Um, Willard Wright is actually your timing. Willard is perfect because we have the entire four minute and 20 second audio from Chris Benoit from the police. Uh, This is what they have. Now we have it. Um, I will tell people in full disclosure, the first portion of what you're hearing came from YouTube. Yes. The others came directly from the case file. The information we have that we're using tonight all came from the official police case file. Because it's the only official file we have, we have to use it. Nothing else exists to us right now. We can speculate, and all we can do is speculate. Now, we might be speculating on the button, or we may be completely off the mark. I think that we're closer to the mark than people think. Oh, absolutely. That said, welcome, everyone. Yes. To Wrestling with the Future with the Pitbull. I will be monitoring the chat room tonight, so you're going to hear a lot from Amelia. Uh-huh. And Armageddon, Michael Murphy tonight. Um, Amelia. Yes. So this is your gig tonight. So tell me, what do you think about what we've done so far? I think we've pinpointed that, of course, we it is somebody that he knew. It was very comfortable and, com- and the family always welcomed into the home because there was no forced entry into the home. Well, we know that. Yeah. So what, what else? What else do you think we know? And, of course, that, um, let's see, Chris Benoit was um, into uh, the drugs, of course, and we all, of course, know that, and he was... Oh, no, we, we, no, 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 no. Well, no. his, ter- his um, not drugs, we, we but not We don't know drugs, that. No. Not drugs, no, no, that's, no, not, that's have, not what I, I meant. <laughs> I have to stand, I have to stand no. you down. Not, not we, drugs, that's not what I meant, but... The, hear me... Mm-hmm. Hear me out. I have to stand you down here Mm -hmm. because there is absolutely nothing in the official police report Mm -hmm. that says that Chris Benoit had any drugs in his system, nor do we have any proof that he ever involved himself with illicit drugs. Mm -hmm. Did he do steroids? Absolutely. That's what I meant. Steroids is what he, you know, he was into steroids. Got to clarify what we're talking because drugs is mm-hmm. a very broad word. <laughs> right. No, I meant so, steroids. Hold on, Amelia. But... I got to stand you down. Please. Mm-hmm. I got to stand you down. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have the facts right. No. And I, I am. They do not want. Please. I do not want. I do not want this show to misrepresent the factual mm-hmm. information. We. This is a legal matter. Mm-hmm. We have people for that. I'm not going right. to get myself in the middle of a legal quagmire. Hey. Okay? Right. So, that said, um, again, I'll ask you the same question. Mm-hmm. What else do we know in 18 yeah. years about the yeah. Chris Benoit case? Yeah. And, of course, that uh, we all knew that uh, Nancy was uh, killed first, and then the son, and then, of course, Chris was killed after that and we I think and we, we all think 
And we believe that it was not a murder-suicide. We believe that it was murder. I, I absolutely believe it was murder. Yes. Absolutely yes. believe it was murder. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yes. Um, Michael, I'm going to let you take the lead on this. Um, we're going to hear uh, tonight from the audio in this case. Um, you and I and Amelia... Before we went on the air, we were listening to some of this audio. Without giving away, Mike, the uh, contents of the audio, describe for the people um, the nature of what you're hearing in, in as clear terms as possible. Uh, well, what I heard was... Uh... Somebody told, I heard somebody having a conversation. Uh, the person was definitely under the influence of something. Because um, you can't really make a lot of sense out of what he's saying at first. Um, you heard some voices in the background. And, uh, you know, I, I think listening to the tape would... Um, would probably give a better idea of what I'm saying, you know? Um, did you know Eddie Guerrero relative Chavo said that he talked to Chris and heard him sound normal, but once he answered the door, he sounded drugged. We, well, but that's what Mr. Murphy's referring to. Um, uh, and apparently Shavo even said that on a podcast with Chris Jericho that he thought Chris answered the door, that there was a struggle. Now, answering the door and saying there's a struggle and answering the door and saying he sounded drugged sounds to me, Mike Murphy, like two different stories. So are we hearing Shavo change the story here? It's possible. Um, I, I really didn't hear anything of a struggle. Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Well, we didn't hear the whole thing. That's, that's what I want you to listen to. Um, we're going to do something right from the get go. Now I will, I have a disclaimer that I need to tell everyone what you are hearing is as it was recorded in real time. We have no say over what is on this tape, uh, on this audio at all. It has not been edited, doctored, or uh, meshed with in any way, shape, or form. We will swear under penalty of perjury to that in a court of law. This is a legal matter tonight. When we're talking about Chris Benoit, it's a legal, a heavy legal issue. Because a lot of people are uh, can be implicated here. So I want absolutely factual information. What you are hearing on this, on this audio tape is absolutely factual as it was recorded. We do not know who is doing the recording, but we do know that at least at least three people that we can tell are on these recordings. Let us listen. Go 
Riker. This has been Logdan. It's about uh, 5 to 2 in the afternoon. Um, so I'm both silly, man. Find out what happens. Uh, I heard, I was thinking of one of the production crews, uh, crew guys on the uh, flight home into Atlanta. So he, he kind of got shafted over, and that really fucking sucks. Um, but, you know, if there's anything I can do at all, man, please give me a call and let me know. And, um, you know, fuck, man, you know, nothing, nothing changes the experience. Like, nothing could be better than experience when you got that. It's like, uh... Uh, you know, I'm just talking about, I'm talking shit right now. I don't know what, what the details are, are off the top of my head, but hope all's well with you, man. And, uh, just missed you the last couple of weeks. Point of point I hope you're doing well. Uh, if you can, when you get the chance, give me a call. Take care, man. Hope all's well. Bye. Um, but, you know, um, but, um, but, you know, if there's anything I can do at all, man, please give me a call and let me know and, um, you know, fuck, man, you know, nothing, nothing, Change the experience, like, nothing could be better than the experience when you got that, like, uh, uh, you know, I'm just talking about, I'm talking shit right now, I don't know what the details are, uh, so Parker, this has been long time, it's about, uh, five to two in the afternoon, um, so I'm personally, man, find out what happens, uh, here we go, so I got one of production. I'm going to stop this for a minute because I just got something in our chat that's blowing my mind. Mr. Murphy, let me read this to you. Those are cops talking in the background. That was recorded at the police station is what I heard. Does that jive, Mike, with anything that you might believe? Um. Uh... No, it doesn't. It doesn't to me either because it sounds, like, it sounds to me like Chris is at an airport. It sounds like That's he's at an impossible. airport. Yeah. Um, Benoit reacts when the kid's voice is crying. Yes, he does. We're going to listen to this. Here we go. Chris, uh, guys on the... Uh right home into Atlanta, so he, he kind of got shafted over, and that really fucking sucks. Um, but, you know, if there's anything I can do at all, man, please give me a call and let me know, and, um, you know, fuck, man, you know, nothing, nothing changed the experience, like, nothing could be better than the experience when you got that, it's like, uh,
hearing now, folks, is an open telephone line. We are assuming, based on the police report, that this recording took place inside the Benoit house the night he was murdered. I'm not going to say the night that he died because we don't believe that he died from suicide. We believe he was murdered. So what you're hearing, and please, if you hear anything on this that you think might be of interest, let us know after this recording is finished. Because we got, you're going to hear this a couple times tonight. I made some notes. We can debate this. By the way, our chat room is blowing up. So here's what I, and I spent days doing this. Clip one is the full phone call. Noisy background, people talking. Maybe an airport or transit depot Mm -hmm. is what I picked up. Clip number two. Sounds tired or drugged. I'm going with Murph on this one. He sounds drugged. Definitely someone talking to him off to the side. Voices can be heard along with background noises. Clip number three. Daniel Benoit crying. The child can be heard in the background groaning in pain while Chris Benoit is on the phone. Again, there are other people present. Number four. An emotional Benoit can be heard begging with someone. The audio is not terribly clear, but the emotion in his voice appears that he may be on the verge of crying. Uh, It appears that Daniel Benoit is being used as a weapon to get Chris to do what they want, they being the intruders. Clip number five. Back to the original phone call for more analysis. And clip number six. Ambient background noises. People talking and things clearly being moved around. Drug across the floor. That's what I heard. Metal can be heard clanking in the background like that associated with a weight Mm -hmm. machine. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll shut up now. Mr. Murphy and Amelia. Mm -hmm. It's all yours. I'm going to run the chat for you. Well, the what when you said something about uh, that something was being dragged on the floor, I, I thought I thought I also heard the name Mike on the last clip. Too. I thought I heard that also. Yeah, I thought that too, and that was kind of weird. I was like, okay, who would he who who would be saying Mike? And then there was like dragging bodies or something heavy on the floor. I don't know. That was kind of weird. 
with that phone call. What do you guys think about that? I, I thought I heard that too. Uh, that, that was weird. Sullivan and Mike Graham. I, I don't. Heard. Yeah, see, somebody said Mike said so they heard somebody saying Mike as well. That's what I thought. What did you think? What else did you hear? I definitely heard uh, Daniel Benoit saying, you know, mama, like he's calling out for his mother, like he's he's looking around for her. I didn't hear him moaning in pain. Mm -hmm. But it does show me that if he's saying, you know, mama, like he's looking for his mother, well, obviously he's still alive at that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's so. got to be. And uh, okay, uh, what, do you know anything about what that guy is saying about his Benoit was able to get out of his WCW contract? Yeah, had nothing to do with it. That that's uh, a, a, a part of the fabrication from the rumor mill. Mm -hmm. There's no truth to that whatsoever. Um, no provable truth. Again, we have to deal in facts tonight. What do we know? Here's what we know. We know Chris Benoit was on the phone. We know he spoke to someone, at least one person named Mike. We know he spoke to Mr. Parker. Mr. Parker's name is, uh, hold on a second. I will tell you here in just a second. Um, bu -bu 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 -bu. Uh, see. Well, you're looking that up, Angelo. Did you hear the name Mike as well? I did. Absolutely. Michael Parker, that's that's who he's talking to. Okay. Mr. Michael J. Parker. All right, here's what someone said in the comments, in the chat. And I have this here. And again, I want both of you to, to weigh in on this. I don't want to be the only one weighing in on this. No, in go fact, ahead. I, I'd rather not even be, I'd rather the two of you just had a conversation. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the last voicemail mm -hmm. sent by Chris Benoit to Mr. Michael Parker, you can hear people in the background while Chris is on the phone talking. You can hear someone say, I will strangle you. You yeah. can also hear Daniel in the background saying, mommy or mama. Mm-hmm. We assume Nancy has already been killed by this point. I assume, and here's why I assume, again, as I made my point clear earlier, if you are a mother and you hear your child saying, Mama, Mama, I don't care who you are, you're going to come running to your kid. Oh, absolutely, yes. Okay? Unless your child is running around the house looking for you going, Mama, Mama, as in Mama, where are you? So there's a couple ways we can take this Mama comment. But the Mike Parker, that's who Mike is, Michael J. Parker. His name is Michael Joseph Parker. We already know who he is because the police have cleared him. Murphy, you have an interesting thought on this that you shared with me regarding the alarm company. Would you share that with the world, please? Yeah. Uh, 
I, it, it was a theory that I had that maybe it might have been an obsessed fan who worked for the alarm company. Because, I mean, if you think about it, if it's, a, if it's an alarm tech, he knows the codes for the alarm to get in and out. He knows the lay of the land. If anybody were to see him there, they wouldn't, you know, even if somebody were to ask him, hey, what are you doing here? Well, I work for the alarm company. I'm just checking things out. Nobody would give that a second thought. It, it, to me, it would be the perfect way to get in, do the deed, and get out without anybody noticing you. Right. Right. It's an interesting theory. It's one that has plausibility. But now we talk about plausibility versus the likelihood of that happening. So we now we have to go from um, executing theory to executing common sense. So common sense would say, how likely is it? Is it plausible? Yeah, absolutely. I could go with that. Yeah. But how how likely is it, Amelia Pitbull Chapman? Well, very likely because I mean, like you said, obsessed fan. They knew the code, no force entry. Uh, and then you, of course, they have UPS drivers. They had people coming in from Amazon delivering packages. I mean, look at that angle as well. No well, I don't entry. think it was. I don't. No, I don't sorry. think it was the alarm tech, and I don't think it was an obsessed fan. I'm gonna tell you why. Right. Chris Benoit was 245 pounds of solid muscle. Right. He was five foot ten. People think he was short because he had short legs. Chris Benoit was a big upper body guy. He was all upper body strength. Right. You don't think he could take an alarm tech? Oh, absolutely. How big he is? Yeah. He could take anybody, basically, yeah. So how likely, again, you, you, you're you talking out of both sides of your mouth now because you said on one hand, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, I think it might be an obsessed fan, but on the other hand, you're agreeing with me when I say that, well, that you know, that, that there's no way an obsessed fan is going to get, they're not going to overpower Chris Benoit. They're just well, not. No, they're not going to. Well, yeah, that'd be a different angle. That's like way out of, that's a rabbit hole. That's another one that we'd be digging that we should. So, yeah. Mr. Murphy, I'm going to bring up here. You and I need to talk shop, brother. It's been a long time since we talked shop. Um, Let's just, let's just cut to the chase, Mike, you and me. We know it's not a worker. Okay. We know that it's not a worker. Okay, nobody's working an angle here. Nobody got pissed off over an angle and is going to kill the guy over work. Okay, something happened here in real life, real time. What happened? What could have been so tragically wrong with this man's life that somebody wanted him dead? And this is just you and me I don't think they wanted him dead per se. I think Nancy got involved because, let's face it, she was moving pills. She was up on charges of a Ponzi scheme. I think, uh, I think it was more about her than it was Chris and the kid. 
And I think they just happen to be in the way. Tara May writes, did anyone know that The Undertaker was in Freemasonry when he was a kid, a club called the Damoli Club? Absolutely, I knew that. Since Freemasonry have been proven to do stuff, maybe it's him. Well, Freemasons do a lot of stuff. But one thing that they're sworn not to do is murder. They can kill in self-defense. They can kill over the, uh, you know, the, um, the the honor of a family member, but they're not allowed to com- to commit cold-blooded murder on a stranger. Okay, and since that's exactly what this would have been, I don't know if you could ever place Benoit and the Undertaker together. I don't think they've ever been in the ring together. Uh, let 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 me just say something. Please do. Uh, you know, this whole, and, and I've been hearing a lot of it lately, this whole, the Illuminati and it, uh, the Freemasons, yeah, they're all hanging out with Jimi Hendrix and Jim Morrison on an island over the weekends, partying it up and playing music, okay? Stop it. I know a lot of guys that are Masons, and guess what? You. They're normal people. Okay? I love you, Murph. They're not, you know, it's like, just just stop with this. It's the Illuminati. It's the Masons. It's, I know. it's now the, the chat room. <laughs> now, now the chat room is going, you know, conspiracy crazy. Oh, my oh, God. No. <laughs> oh, no. He opened up a Pandora's Here box. we go. Here we go. <laughs> satanic sacrifice. Maybe he was a satanic sacrifice. Maybe oh. somebody had to, to make it. You know, I know, right? <laughs> Maybe Kevin Sullivan did it after all, but he hired somebody to do it. Who knows? <laughs> Willard, Willard, can I ask you a question about this purple sky? Okay, I'm assuming purple sky is a woman because no self-respecting man would call himself purple sky. Okay, number one. Number two, why do you keep promoting her on my show? Please don't do that. Because I'm starting to get PO'd. Uh-oh. All right? Thank you. I appreciate you, brother. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you got something to say? Say it. No, I was just going to say, maybe it was Kevin. Now they're going to do it with the conspiracy theory. Maybe it was Kevin Sullivan that did it after all, but he hired somebody to do it. You never know. Well, no, he's angle. already been cleared. He took a polygraph. Okay, well, polygraph is not admissible. No, it's not. But he took you know, at least three polygraphs we know of. Yeah. Did you order the hit? No. Did you no. do the hit? No. Um, did you kill Chris Benoit? No. Did you kill Nancy Benoit? No. Did you kill Daniel? No. He but passed. There, but there's a way it's to not pass Kevin it. Sullivan. I've had Kevin Sullivan on this show. Okay. Kevin Sullivan's a lot of things, but he ain't a killer. There's a way okay? to fake polygraphs, so sometimes. So what? There's a way to fake them, though. What are you talking about? Fake a polygraph it's... test? There's a way to fake them. You can oh, beat a, a polygraph. Beat them. Yeah, yeah you can beat them. Yeah. You, yeah, of course you can beat a polygraph. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's why they're not admissible in court. Yeah. But when you pass three of them... <laughs> The, the, the probability is that you're telling the truth is yeah. what we're getting at. 
We got a new listener, Edgelock. I think Vince knew this was a hit, and he had the police and other people involved sweep this under the rug and blame Benoit on the Roy. You know what? Edgelock, me and Mr. Murphy have been saying that since day fucking one. Since day one. Well, I've changed my opinion. I've changed my opinion. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Trump did it. It's Trump's Trump. fault. <laughs> Don't you blame our Trump. Don't blame our Trump. <laughs> right? Trump did it. Amelia, no, he's getting he blamed not. for everything else. Blame this on him, too. <laughs> yep. Donald Trump did it. Uh-oh. No. Well, we, we already know that Donald Trump and Vinnie Mack are, you know, they're, they're thicker mm. than thieves. Right. They've been friends for 50 years. Um, but yeah, it's probably the Nanya, person that hold tried on, Amelia. Uh -huh. Nanya Biz says it was a combination of reasons. They killed Owen and they killed them over the drug investigations and because of Kevin too. I'll give you this, and I've said this before. Vince McMahon has a lot of blood on his hands. I oh, believe yes. Owen Hart fell to his death intentionally. I believe one of the people responsible for him dying was Vince Russo. I believe the other person responsible was Vince McMahon for not stopping that fucking show yes. when he had the chance to. That's the, that's the first thing. As far as Kevin Sullivan, I'm going to go nay-nay on this one. I can't do it. I can't say Kevin did this. I can't say Kevin was involved. I'm more apt to believe that Mike Graham was involved than Kevin Sullivan. To be honest with you. Why? Was Kevin Sullivan even in the same state? He was uh, in Washington state. No. He Kevin Sullivan, Mike, lives off <laughs> the coast of Listen to me. Hold on a minute. Kevin, because I know where Kevin lives. I've, I've talked to him. He's, he's been on the show. Mm -hmm. Kevin Sullivan lives off the coast of Seattle, Washington. Oh, yeah. He lives on an island off the coast of Seattle. He doesn't even live in Seattle. He lives on an island offshore. That's where Kevin lives, on a fucking island. And he's been there for 40 years, 30, 35, 40 years. Been there a long time. Mm -hmm. He and his wife live there. Yes. Now, did you know that, Amelia? I heard no, that he had you, moved away from. Please no. do me a favor. If you don't agree with me, don't. don't no, but I, I, I know that he had moved, but no. I didn't know where exactly it was. But anyway, what else? Talk to the hand. Be quiet. Nah. Shut up. But anyway. Uh, I, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you heard me. But uh, watch but, this, folks. <laughs> where are you I going? Say bye. But listen, uh, and also, didn't you also say that somebody had tried to change some information on Chris Benoit's Wikipedia? Yeah, well? be before it happened. Yes. Before it happened, the day and, before it happened. And guess what, folks, where the IP address came from? Connecticut. It came from Stanford, Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Well, we already know that. We established yeah. that three weeks ago. And so that kind of leads another to Vince McMahon as well. So there you go. Another lead goes that way. So it's just a lot of different like angles going just different directions. See, now we're getting now we're getting like the, the, the wrestling crazies are coming out now. Yeah. 
in the chat room. Here you go. Now Steve Austin did it. Yeah. Oh, Here you go, Christ. Kevin. Just like Steve Austin. Here you go. <laughs> Hold on. Here you go. Did they ever find Chris and Nancy? Huh? Did they ever find Chris and Nancy? To my knowledge, yes. Again, to my knowledge, yes. Why do I say that? Because I'm going with the official police report as our basis of factual information. That's all we have factually to go on. We can, you know, suppose all night long. We can, you know, meander all night long and question all night long. But all we would have is speculation. And essentially, all we've been doing is speculating. But our speculation has gotten some attention. Mr. Murphy and I oh, struck right. some. Mr. Murphy and I struck some nerves with people a couple weeks ago. You know that um, so far it's gotten so much attention on TikTok lately too. Everybody's been talking about it. Well, we opened up the door again. Yes, you did. Uh huh. Um. Mr. Murphy, let me bring you up here, babe. Michael, there he is. My friend, yes, Mike. My friend, Mike. Mikey, um, in listening to that phone call from the start, from the first one to the last clip, paint a picture for me of what you envision in your head is happening in Chris Benoit's life in that two, three days Leading up to his death, because you're pretty good at this. First off, getting into my head—that's a bad neighborhood to go into. I know. Uh, That's why I'm. That's why I chose you. (laughs) Second, because you're my friend. I heard from what I heard in that telephone call or from that tape. I heard Chris talking to Mr. Parker. You know, the whole experience, uh, could he, as far as the experience goes, could it be he was talking about getting dropped down to ECW? Could it have been, hey, I want you to come to a show. I want you to get the full experience, and it didn't work out. I definitely heard Daniel calling for his mama. I heard voices in the background, but to me, it sounded like the voices were coming from a television set because I heard something, somebody in those voices say uh, something about a subpoena. Um, what that was going through I heard. Chris's mind? At, what was going through Chris's mind at the time in those three days? I it, it's very hard to say because um, when something like that happens, your mind is all over the place yeah okay it's not you're not focused your mind is running down a million and one uh like we are a million and one um uh theories uh what if i did this different what if i turned left when i should have turned right what you know it it could be a lot of things what it could have should have mike right exactly Mm -hmm. Michael J. Parker is an attorney in Atlanta. I did not know that. Either did I till about 30 seconds ago. 
So that's let us assume then that Chris Benoit is speaking to his attorney, Mr. Michael Parker. Okay. We already know that Nancy was being sued not only by the federal government, but she was being sued by Delta Airlines for uh, trying to pass contraband uh, in, in on an airplane. And we already know that she was uh, uh, being accused by the government of a Ponzi scheme where she was soliciting money from people for a product that did not exist and does not exist. So we know that factually. We know because we have the court records and we showed them on this program. What we don't know is were the Benoit was the Benoit family in deep over their head and how far and to whom? Because to me, it sounds like either somebody very much on the inside or somebody very much on the outside, and there's no in-between on this, Whitney. It's either, it was either somebody he knew tight, tight, like a friend, or it was a mob hit where nobody had any emotional attachment. That's how they could get away with killing a kid. And by the way, we had a mafia guy on the on the show last night. And he says, the two things you never do, the two things you never do, Mikey, what did he say? Women and kids. No women, no kids. Whoever did this was some vicious kind of cold because they killed his wife and the kid. Okay. That's a that that's a special kind of place in hell for somebody like that. That's crazy you, stuff. You know what? You know what? I was just thinking it would uh, make sense of her being tied up, killing the wife, killing the kid, and making him watch. Hmm. Hmm. Unless she was the one that was the hit. The hit was four. We have something here. JetFan95. I remember watching something where Benoit had a friend who was an indie wrestler a few years younger than Chris, who lived in Georgia. Can't remember his name. Ronald, Ronnie, or Raymond. And here's the person's name. Ray Rawls. JetFan says, thanks. Thanks for that. Um. Here's my question, Jet fan. What's up with the Ray Rawls? What's the connection to uh, to his passing, to um, to Chris Benoit's passing? Uh, what does that have anything to do? What does if anybody has any info on Ray Rawls and why he might want Chris Benoit dead? Would somebody please let us know? Because right now, all we got is a bunch of wrestling conspiracy theorists in our chat room. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. Nettie's from Japan. Nettie says, really? No women, no kids. Look up Dr. Seuss's wife committed. No, we're not going to go there, Nettie. 
Not this. This is not the show for it. I, I, I love you, kid, but not this one. Not on this one. Can't do it. Um, what we are going to do, however, uh, at 745 is run our first spot. Check this out. Wait. Use the shovel and bucket of water, remember? Drown, stir, drown, feel. Then make sure it's cool. Where'd you learn that? SmokeyBear.com. Brushed upon some tips before we left. Don't want to start a wildfire, right? <laughs> Only you can prevent wildfires. If I could be you, and you could be me. For just one hour Walk a mile in my shoes Walk a mile in my shoes Substance use disorder and addiction is so isolating. And so as a black woman in recovery, hope must be loud. It grows louder when you ask for help and you're vulnerable. It is the thread that lets you know that no matter what happens, you will be okay. When it comes to disasters and emergencies, it's not a matter of if, but when. <laughs> I'm relying on luck, but who knows if it'll be on my side. Let's prepare so we all have a better story to tell. Take control at ready.gov slash older adults. We are back. We've got some information to share. Um, I know who uh, Ray Rawls is now. Uh, and let me put the things into perspective. He wrestled under the indie name Rick Michaels. Uh -huh. Now, I saw Rick Michaels wrestle many times. I never knew his name was Ray Rawls. I never associated that. Um, what I'm being told here... Is that, um, says, uh, let me see something. Hold on. Here we go. So wasn't Ray the guy that made wrestling gear? Yeah, he did. Uh, he met up with the Benoit. He made wrestling gear is what he used to do. You know, boots. And, you know, I mean, Mikey, you know what I'm talking about when we say gear. Uh, and that's what Rick did on yeah. the side. That was his gig. But he was a full-time indie wrestler. Made a very good living at it, too. So. Amelia, before mm -hmm. we put an exclamation point on this, mm -hmm. um, what lasting impression has this Benoit case made on you, if any? It's made a, a lasting impression as far as this case is never going to be unsolved to me. It's always going to be a question of what if this, what if that, you know, what if it was a Nancy hit like everybody's been saying, or what if it was a Benoit, what if it was WWE? To me, it's to me. It's always going to be unsolved. It's not going to be a murder suicide to me. Well, it'll never be a murder suicide, not as no. long as there are three people no. died and exactly, and Especially they can't prove. Well, to, you, to to be a suicide, you have to prove that the guy killed himself. Right, and to me, and it's they always can't do that. And, Mike uh, Murphy, mm -hmm. 
My question for you, Mr. Murphy, give me some clarity here, okay? Let me bring you up on the big camera. Um, the lasting impression, and take some time to explain to people why it's important. The lasting impression of the murder? Of the Benoit case. <sighs> um, From start to finish. Mostly because... Take as much time uh, as you one, want. One, he was well known. Chris was well-known. He was famous, had a beautiful wife, beautiful child, had a nice house, plenty of money. He worked to get it. He was, at one point, the underdog, the little guy that everybody could get behind. Um, and wrestling fans live vicariously through the wrestlers. Uh, yes, they do. And how can I say it? It makes a lasting impression because wrestling wrestlers and wrestling fans, you know, we, we lost one of our own and we don't forget. Yeah. But so far the murder is a question wrapped in a riddle, wrapped up in an enigma. That's a fair assessment of it. I don't think there's any better assessment of it, to be quite frank with you. I don't believe we'll ever know the full truth of the Benoit case as long as a couple of things are present. As long as wrestling insiders continue to practice kayfabe the way they have, People say, well, kayfabe is dead. It's dead to the public, but inside the business, but inside the business, the people kayfabing each other are pro wrestlers. Prove me wrong. You can't. That's number one. Number two, as long as Vince McMahon walks planet Earth, nobody's safe. I'm going to make that a blanket statement. The man is a degenerate with blood on his hands, a lot of blood still dripping, most of it not dry yet. He's a pariah that will stop at nothing. You're talking about a person with beyond an ego. All right? You're talking about a person who embodies the essence of narcissism. That's who Vince McMahon is. He is the ultimate, the supreme narcissist. Nothing can happen without Vince McMahon. That's his mindset. This is what you're dealing with. By the way, folks, this is my commentary for the night. So if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. You can turn the channel. But this is my commentary. And I think I'm I'm more right than not. I think me and Mr. Murphy are on it tonight, to be honest with you. Because we've talked about this at length. Yeah, I, uh, I, I know one thing. There's three people that know who did this. And unfortunately, all three of them are dead. They're all dead, Mike. 
Yep. Yep, absolutely. The three people who know are dead. And sadly, one of them's a child. Um, here we go. Again, yeah. this is this popped up five, six times already in our chat. The Insane Cloud Posse Chris Benoit music video is what got me thinking it was a satanic sacrifice. Why is everyone so quick to jump onto the sacrifice um, bandwagon over here? Why couldn't it just been like, you know, he owed money to the mob and they they came to get what was theirs? Yeah, no, look, they found a large uh, cash. You don't want to answer that. Please do. Um, I saw part of that video. And it, I mean, first off, I'm not going to say nothing against the same clown posse. I don't listen to their music. They don't do nothing for me. That's my own personal opinion. Right. But on the other hand, it's like anything else. The Chris Benoit murders were out there. They were able to use it to get some publicity. I mean, let's face it, good, bad, or indifferent. Any publicity is good publicity. Right. And they decided, well, we'll, we'll use this. It'll get attention. It'll, you know, get us back in the public eye. It, it, it's just like uh, the rock band Kiss. Everybody said, oh, Kiss, the kings and Satan's service. Uh, yeah, personally, I think it's keep it simple, stupid. But exactly, you know, thank you. People will make things mountains out of molehills. Michael, it, I have it's, somebody it's in the video, chat room it's right a now. Song, and unfortunately, they made some money. Michael, I got somebody in the chat room right now who says the mob doesn't have that kind of stroke today. Whatever was behind it was high, was high placed with huge <laughs> influence. We have a guy on the show last night that would absolutely disagree with you, um, Miss Nunyabiz, or Mr. Nunyabiz. Um, Louis Ferranti might highly disagree with you. Um, I do say this, though. Uh, and Spider Viking was about and saying, welcome back, Spider. Do y'all think more will come out now that Chris, about Chris, now that Vince McMahon uh is is you know is out i guess is what they're trying to say uh yeah absolutely because as i just stated in my closing argument vince mcmahon is a fucking pariah uh and this ladies and gentlemen puts an exclamation point on the chris benoit murder slash suicide question mark for wrestling with the future, we will never address this again. Not until, not until they say never say never. <laughs> Closing the Benoit case for now is what we say. They say never say never in wrestling. Well, it's true. You never say never. Or now. <laughs> or now. But what we will promise you is that we will keep our eyes and ears open because Mr. Murphy is like. He's better than the FBI when it comes to this shit. You know? So Mike Murphy's going to be watching this for us. Absolutely. Um, Amelia? Yes. Uh, not bad tonight, kid. Good show. I, 
I know that uh, we're going to be talking probably more about Vince McMahon coming up pretty soon, as soon as his... Uh, we are. We're going to up. delve deep. Mike Murphy and I are going to do a show uh, probably in a couple of weeks. We're going to delve deep into who is Vince McMahon? Who is this guy that the that devil. went from the, there you yeah, go. the devil. <laughs> he went from being one of the most adored people in wrestling to the single most despised person in wrestling, right next to Vince Russo. That that's how Oof. bad he's hated. Oof. Okay, and Vince Oof. Russo is not respected and he's not liked. Uh-uh. Believe me, they don't like this guy. I've had on my he's been on my show four times. Vince Russo. Four times too many. <laughs> and, and they don't, people don't like him. Mm. You got to see when we, he comes off, the numbers drop. Mm. They, people say, oh, it's Russo. Fuck, I'm not going to watch him. Mm. They do. Usually they would want to love Vince to watch Russo. the hate. Vince Russo is a great guest if you want to cure insomnia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly, because that motherfucker will put you right to sleep. Well, listen, folks, for Michael Armageddon Murphy, for Amelia Chapman, my producer at large, the Pitbull. I am the Mad Dog, Angelo DeCipio. We will see you next week with a very special episode of Wrestling with the Future, a tribute to my late co-host, Jeff the Ref Robinson. It marks four years. Wow. That we lost Jeff the Ref. I will tell everyone in the interest of full disclosure. Were it not for Jeff Robinson, I'm not sitting here tonight, okay? Yeah. He's the reason the show is even still here. I promise that the wrestling with the future hey, would go on. <laughs> no, I'm not blaming him. I'm no, getting an I'm, absolute, absolute I credit. Thank him for that. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Absolutely. So, with that in mind, folks, be good to each other. God bless. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. God willing. Bye.